Hey guys, and welcome back to another series of the boring shit you need to know in business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'm excited because this series, there's going to be more topics, more conversation, and some amazing business owners to share this time with. So let's jump in. Well, hello, and welcome back to another episode of my boring shit you need to know in business podcast. In the last episode, we examined profit versus cash flow concepts. And it brought up the topic of gross profit versus net profit. So I thought, and as promised, I would spend some time in this episode talking about each. Why, you say? Profit is profit after all, right? That is one way of looking at it. And I guess that's the point. How do you want to look at your numbers? Because there is more to the story if you choose to want to see it. For those who do, stick around. There's some pretty good stuff here. For those who aren't ready yet, stick around anyway. You may just be surprised enough to change your mind. I often refer to the information our numbers can give us as the stories of our business. It's because when we think about what has happened, why something has happened, we need to work out the narrative. And the best way to do that is to go to where the detail is. And that, my friends, is in your numbers. We can fluff up our marketing, we can put a sales spin on our products and services, but your numbers won't lie to you. Even if you try really, really hard to make them fit a certain way, the results, the story that I'm referring to, it's all there. And part of that story can be found in our profit figures, both of them. Let me start by going back to the basics of each concept. I'm going to kick off with gross profit because it essentially comes before net profit. To demonstrate this, I'm going to go straight to the calculation. Our gross profit is calculated by simply subtracting any direct costs associated to your products and services like production costs and deducting that from all of your revenue. I just want to explore the concept of direct costs a bit more for a moment. A direct cost is, as the name suggests, It's a cost that you can directly link to the goods being produced or the services being provided. And directly means that they impact the outcome of the product or service, which would then lead to a sale. For example, if you sell apparel, direct costs could be materials, packaging, production, printing, etc. For a service-based business that may run online courses, Direct costs would be the online software cost where the course is being held or any additional costs for webinar, software, etc. Each one impacting on the ability to make the sale. Without them, the sale may not be likely. So if I circle back to the gross profit calculation, it's all these costs less any revenue that's been made. So why is this figure so important to business owners? Not only does our gross profit represent the income or profit remaining after these costs have been subtracted from your revenue, but it provides the owner or investors with an insight into the company's ability to earn a profit from its core activities. The core activities of the business are the ones which generate revenue. So if you're wanting to examine your business at its core, learn whether your goods and services were profitable, at a consolidated or an individual level, you would need to know your gross profit for this. 
And why would I want to know whether my core services or goods were returning a profit? Simple, so that I know exactly where to invest my time and money and whether I need to shift my offerings in the event that they aren't actually making me a profit. Stay with me on this one. It can be assumed that if we examine a profit figure at any level and in the event that we are profitable, that that's the end of the story. But there are so many faults with this assumption. You see, when capturing information like this, you're only capturing a snapshot of a moment in time that may not actually represent the entire impact your choices are having. Essentially, we spend money at different rates to when we receive it. We may purchase a large volume of stock in the month of May that we know will provide enough stock for at least four months. But we do it because we can get volume discounts, reduction in our freight costs, and it provides us an ease when it comes to fulfilling our orders on time. It's a valid strategy. So what does this mean for our results? And namely, our gross profit results for the business. So for the month of May, you would have a large cost of stock against your neutral revenue for the month of May, which in most instances causes you to have a gross loss for that month, depending, of course, on the volume of that cost of stock. But in June, July and August, the estimated four months that we think the stock purchase would provide stock for, we would have significant gains in gross profit because we don't have the cost of stock to reduce it. It's just a snapshot that can have you on a roller coaster of emotions from May through to August. This would be unnecessary because you haven't examined the results at a gross profit level effectively enough. In this instance, I would recommend amending your management reporting or your internal reports to show the impact of the May cost, that large stock cost, across all four months. This would provide you as the owner with a better reflection on your results of gross profit. I'm not saying adjust your base financial system. I'm talking about management reporting, which is a little bit different to a base financial system like an online system. I'm just suggesting that by reflecting what has actually happened in your management reporting, you're going to make better informed decisions down the track. And that's just the cost side of gross profit that you can examine. But when you start to consider and layer this thinking with the revenue side, you can examine pricing strategy, effectiveness, the efficiencies of your business, productivity, and your earnings. As mentioned earlier, you can do this at either a consolidated company view or by individual good or service. I know I've used this example in the past, but it's just as relevant for this situation and explanation. I worked with a retail business that had had bricks and mortar stores around Australia. They only ever looked at their business from a consolidated perspective. But when they broke down their gross profit by store, they were able to see the business from a whole new light. It allowed them to make better decisions on where to invest their money and where it was making the best returns for them. Because after all, this is the core of their business. Their stories and their profitability at store level is why they do what they do. And it's what keeps their doors open. As we move now to net profit, referred to as the bottom line purely because of the location on the bottom of the profit and loss statement report, the net profit is as the name suggests. It's the net 
revenues, the total revenues against all expenses in the business. All expenses referring not only to the direct expenses as we discussed prior, but to all operating or what we call indirect expenses of the company also. Operating expenses refers to those expenses that aren't directly related to the production of goods or delivery of services, as we indicated, but they are necessary for the business to operate. This could be insurances, rent, utilities, office printing and stationery, administration employment costs, internet, and the list goes on. They aren't going to directly impact the revenue generation, but they are necessary to run and operate the business. So the net profit is literally what's left over after every cost and revenue has been captured. This figure here determines the company's overall profitability, which ultimately reflects how the company is being managed. It's pretty important information when running a business, I'd say. In addition, the net profit figure can be used to determine your tax expense at the end of the financial year. It can be used to determine whether key strategies are working for the business, whether the costs associated with operating the business are effective against your previously calculated gross profit figure. You see, the key takeaway here is that the gross profit is determined prior to the net profit. So you have a clear visual of how much you can use or even want to use of your gross profit figure to spend on your operational costs of the business. If your operational costs eat too much into your gross profit figure, you're not going to return as much of a net profit as you would like. So it definitely pays to use the gross profit as the foundation to understanding whether you operate and the costs associated with operations of the business are in line with your net profit expectations. There is so much information I could go on all day about how you can work with these two figures alone and make a huge impact in the way you see the operations and management of your business. Well, I essentially do this inside my Know Your Numbers course. This is part of just one of the strategies that we discuss and we use the online group coaching sessions to examine this sort of stuff further. If you're interested to know more, you can find details on my website or feel free to hit me up with an email and I'd be happy to answer any of your questions. Well, that's it from me for another episode. If you like what you hear, there is so much more to come and so many episodes already that you can access that cover all sorts of topics. So be sure to subscribe and hit the notification button so that you can get notified when new episodes are available. Until then, my friends, whatever you're doing today, I hope you make it count. And that's it, guys, for another episode of the boring shit you need to know about business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'll see you next time.